Today, we're diving deep into some insights from the Empowering Women in Business conference I was just a part of, exploring how to forge your unique leadership brand, understand and appreciate your impact on others, and chart a course for success. So join me in unraveling the secrets to leading from the inside out and becoming the leader you are meant to be. If you're a female entrepreneur who wants to break free from the pressure and experience peace and alignment to live that life you've always envisioned, then this is the show for you. I'm your host, Jamie Milam. All my life, I've been self-reliant with a figure-it-out mentality, starting with being on my own at the age of 15, overcoming drug addiction when I learned I'd become a mom at 19, and rebuilding my life out of a single Rubbermaid storage tote to now running the three businesses I've built. So I'm no stranger to pressure. My figure it out mentality created systems that helped, but I still found myself headed to burnout. I learned to listen to myself and apply the most powerful tool I had, my own self-awareness. So I shifted to incorporate my true self and align my strategies accordingly. And now I apply this practice to every area of my life. I'm on a mission to help you develop a practice of self-awareness, to learn to value yourself so you can honor those parts of you in your daily activities and finally live that life you're determined to have. This is Determined AF. Welcome back to another episode of Determined AF. I'm your host, Jamie Milam, and today I'm super excited to share with you guys um, some insights that I had from a session that I got to participate in. Uh, we just wrapped up this week the 2023 Empowering Women in Business Conference that our local Chamber of Commerce puts on. And what a delight it was. And I attended a session there called Leading from the Inside Out. And it left me with some reflecting thoughts that really just kind of uncovers the essence of unique impactful and purposeful leadership. And I wanted to share the bullet points with you. So let's dive into these key takeaways that can empower us to lead with authenticity and intentionality. So the first point that made me reflect deeply, Camille, who put this session on, our speaker for this session, uh, she, she really asks you, what are your colleagues saying about you when you're not in the room? Oof. She says it's essential to explore, embody, and express our unique leadership brand. Because we all have characteristics that define us, but it's crucial to understand how these traits manifest in action and how others perceive them. Y'all, I can recall an instance where I was told that I come across as intense. Hmm, does that surprise anybody? <laughs> Initially, I took this as a negative. I thought, is my passion being misconstrued? I mean, clearly you must just not know me well enough. But it made me realize that reflection isn't just about self-perception. It's equally about noticing how other people receive you. It really was a wake-up call to understand that our self-image might not align with the impact that we have on others or even the impact that we want to have on others. So this is a great opportunity for us to say, okay, well, what would I like for them to be saying about me? And then really determine, okay, and what would that look like? How would that show up? What are the actions 
that I would need to be portraying in order to embody this other description? How does passionate come across versus intense, right? So it's a really great time for us to say, okay, let me take this reflection and figure out who is it that I want them to see me as and how do I embody that with my actions and my verbiage, especially so that I can become the leader that I want them to see me as. Because our leadership brand is our signature. It's unique, it's distinctive, and it very much can be influential. But we must ensure that it aligns with how we wish to be perceived, fostering really a constructive and inspiring environment, especially when we are aiming to become a better or a bigger leader. So this realization, it led me to kind of consider another vital aspect. Sometimes we can get so caught up in being the subject matter expert in our field or in our role that we overlook the importance of cultivating leadership skills. I mean, being proficient and knowledgeable is undoubtedly valuable in the workplace, but it doesn't necessarily translate into effective leadership. Y'all, expertise is about depth of knowledge and providing solutions within a specific field versus leadership is about influencing others, fostering teamwork, and facilitating growth and development. Let's consider something like in my field, uh, in real estate. The difference becomes evident in a real estate agent who excels in identifying lucrative properties, navigating market trends, and educating their clients in terms of negotiating through offers and contracts, etc. This indicates expertise versus a leader in the same field who empowers their colleagues, aligns the team's goals with organizational objectives, and really cultivates a positive and collaborative environment, whether it's within the office or if they are on or own a team, for example. You can kind of see the difference. One is really expertise in the field versus one might be an expert and also a leader. So how do we bridge this gap? Well, it's about developing emotional intelligence. It's fostering effective communication, inspiring and motivating others, and really cultivating a vision that aligns with your broader organizational objectives. Because when we balance expertise with leadership, we can evolve from being invaluable in our field to becoming indispensable in leading and inspiring others. When we embrace these aspects, we really ensure that our unique leadership brand is not only about how knowledgeable we are, but also about how we influence, how we inspire, and how we impact those around us. In doing so, we really create a beautiful balance between being a subject matter expert and a leader, contributing really significantly to a thriving and inclusive work environment for yourself and those that are around you, right? So this brings me to the second pivotal point that she made, understanding and appreciating our impact on others. Our actions, our words, and even the nonverbal cues leave an imprint on those around us. We know that body language makes up a massive amount of what people are hearing from us, right? It could be positive, 
instilling confidence and fostering collaboration, or it could be negative, potentially leading to miscommunication and discord. Sometimes it's those subtle cues that speak volumes, be it maybe the inadvertent eye roll, uh, a heavy sigh, or offhand comments. Y'all, I am guilty of this. I know that. But being oblivious to the impressions that we create, it can be a real pitfall. It's like painting a picture while we're blindfolded. We might think we're creating a beautiful masterpiece, but the reality could be very different, especially if you have my artist skills. (laughs) We run the risk of being interpreted through a lens that doesn't actually reflect our true intentions. And the ramifications to that, it can be really far reaching. It can last for far longer than we ever wanted to. We know first impressions go a long way. What if it's happening in the first impression? It can affect your team dynamics, can affect trust, and really just that overall environment that you're in in whatever space that you're working in. So Camille explains a simple yet really powerful exercise that she calls the three-word challenge because something like this can be really enlightening. She suggests that you text 10 people you know and ask them, if someone asked you to describe me in three words, what would those three words be? By asking 10 people this, you gather some really diverse perspectives. Put all of them on a list because this is going to allow you to see yourself through others' eyes. This feedback, it's going to serve as a mirror, reflecting not only that self-perceived image that you have, but also how your actions and behaviors are impacting others. But you guys, I want to say that gaining this insight, it's just the first step. What's really crucial here is how we act on that newfound knowledge that you get from reviewing all of those words. This is an opportunity for self-improvement, for self-awareness, to adjust our approach and really just be more mindful in the interactions that we're having. Whether it is you know, making an adjustment to our tonality or being more receptive to feedback and constructive criticism or really simply acknowledging other people's contributions. Y'all, these small adjustments can lead to a profound positive impact. I also want to add here that I personally believe that we each have a relationship with words and that relationship with specific verbiage can be very different based on our past experiences in our lives. So if you feel taken aback by a word, I just want you to notice that. Take it in, okay? And if you really feel like maybe the word intense or assertive feels negative to you, if you're able to find yourself into a neutral and calm place about it, and you want to ensure that you understand the word the way that it was intended by the sender, then just simply ask, can you tell me a little bit more about that word? I'd like to understand it the way that you view it. So if you do ask this of the person who sent you a word, I want you to do it without being defensive or trying to explain how or why you are that way. So if I had asked somebody and they're explaining uh, what that word means to them, how they see me embody that word, 
this wouldn't be the time for me to be like, okay, well, I really feel like you are taking the word intense and misunderstanding it for maybe me being passionate. You see, that's not the place for this. You are simply gathering and understanding. This way, you can truly gain an awareness on what sort of impact you are having on others. Everybody's perception is their reality. But appreciating our impact on others, it goes hand in hand with cultivating an inclusive and an empathetic leadership style. It's about recognizing that the diversity of thoughts and experiences and feelings within the workplace and fostering an environment where everyone feels heard and valued. Because when we do this, we build stronger connections. We enhance the teams that we're working within. And ultimately, we're going to drive collective success. It's clear that recognizing and valuing our impact on others, it's not a one-time exercise, y'all, but it is a continuous journey of reflection and growth. It's about being self-aware. It's about being adaptable and really being committed to fostering positive relationships. That way, we're enhancing not only our leadership brand, but also the overall well-being and success of the teams that we're working within. So the final insight is indeed fundamental. Y'all know this about me. You've heard me say it, I'm sure, before if you've listened or stayed in my world in any shape or form. But knowing where you're going and having a plan to get there is the third crucial point that she shared in her breakout session. I was startled to hear a statistic that she shared and cited from um, some study, but I, I, I just was stunned. The stat was that only 30% of professional women have a concrete career plan. Y'all, that stat is not just astounding. It should be a wake-up call. I mean, how can we embody the professional traits and develop the skills that we aspire to if we're uncertain of our destination, if we're not even clear on what it is that we want to be or achieve? So having a clear vision and a roadmap, it is like having a compass and a map in the journey of your professional growth. It not only gives direction, but it empowers us to be proactive in our development. It enables us to anticipate challenges. It enables us to identify opportunities and make informed decisions that align with our career aspirations. Without it, y'all, we're risking just wandering aimlessly, which means that we miss out on opportunities to grow and to excel. But creating a career plan, it's not just about setting goals and achieving them. You know that I also think it's about reflection and self-discovery. Creating a career plan involves understanding our strength, acknowledging our areas of improvement, and aligning our aspirations with our values and our passions. I want you to think about this as a holistic approach that not only fuels your professional growth, but it also contributes to personal fulfillment and your overall well-being. So. When visualizing your future and your goals, whether you do this on a vision board or a business plan, I like to remind you to not just think about the numbers or the milestones, but think about who it is that you want to be. What are the passions, the skills, the roles that you would like to exude? 
What are those words that you want people to be saying? So when you're not in the room, what are the words that you want them to say about you? And then how can you embody that? That should be a part of your career plan. That's going to be a part of your legacy. So get clear on the characteristics and the traits of your future goals, not just the KPIs or the metrics, okay? Because being intentional about your career path and those traits, it's going to drive strategic professional development. It really ensures that every step we take and every skill we acquire and every milestone we achieve is contributing to our evolution as leaders or into leadership. It's about being proactive rather than reactive, you guys. By setting clear goals and outlining the steps to achieve them, by having that roadmap, we really become the designers of our future. So we're not living by default. We start to live that life that we truly desire. We get to shape with purpose and determination our future. Plus, you guys, having a plan It fosters a sense of accountability. It encourages us to assess our progress regularly, to check in, to celebrate our achievements, and really just to pivot and recalibrate our approach when we are off track or just whenever necessary. It really is this like process that requires you to persevere for you to be able to be adaptable, which is a great leadership skill, and a commitment to continuous learning and growth both personally and professionally. Knowing where we're going and having a plan to get there, it's really pivotal in navigating any sort of trajectory for a goal, especially one for our career. It's a blend, really, of vision, of strategy, of reflection. But by being intentional and proactive in our career planning, like I said, we start to steer our path towards success and fulfillment and impactful leadership. So to sum up what I heard Camille share at the conference, leading from the inside out is about embracing our unique leadership brand, embodying that, appreciating our impact that we have on others and understanding it so we can make changes if we need to, and having a clear vision paired with a strategic plan for our professional development and our career path. By internalizing these insights and really implementing them, I do think she's right. We can navigate our professional journey with purpose, with authenticity, and with positive influence, which ultimately contributes to a more empowered and aligned business landscape. So I encourage you all to reflect on these insights, apply them, in your leadership journey and continue to explore the many ways in which we can really lead from the inside out, fostering growth, inclusivity, and success. So if you're determined to be a badass leader, be sure to reflect on this and decide today on what you will implement this week from what you've heard from this episode.